0: tuning in to Beyond the Dais, a podcast about the stories taking place in and around El Paso County, Colorado. I'm your host, Scott Anderson, and my guest today is El Paso County's Executive Director of Communications, Vernon Stewart. How are you doing today, Vernon?
1: Good, Scott. How about you? Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, I am doing well. Thank you. And uh, full disclosure, Vernon is my boss. So uh, yeah. if uh, we say anything that may not make sense, it's because we have inside jokes, because yeah. that's how we do it here. Uh, that's usually, Pas- <laughs> usually what you get. That's usually what you get. That's right. So I uh, wanted to start off, uh, if you could tell uh, everyone a little bit about what your role is here with El Paso County.
1: Yeah. So as you mentioned, I am the communications executive director here at El Paso County. And within this department falls the audio-visual team, uh, the video production team. Um, Also in this department, we have our public information and communications specialists, and we also have our, our open records specialists. So our video production team, they are responsible for putting together all the great video productions that you see coming from the county. And in addition to that, the communications team, they are the ones responsible for sending out the press releases, organizing our events, managing our social media, and handling all of our media relations. And then, of course, the open records specialist. So he's the one that manages all the uh, public records requests that we get to El Paso County.
0: Great. And how long have you been here with El Paso County? And if you could also give a little bit of your work history so people can understand kind of where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, sure. So I have been here at El Paso County for almost five months now. uh, As of this date, prior to my arrival here, I was the uh, spokesman for the VA down in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. I was a public affairs officer down there for the last two years. And in that role, I did the same thing essentially as to what I'm doing now. I managed all the media relations, oversaw all the social media. I also was uh, the, the direct uh, uh, respondent for uh, con- congressional inquiries as well as uh, managing all of our events, our social media, et cetera, et cetera. And prior to that, I was the public affairs officer at the Kansas City VA in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, essentially the same duties in that, in that role as well. And prior, to, and prior to that position, I was the public information officer for the city of Pensacola in Pensacola, Florida, uh, for, for about five years. And I essentially did the same duties there. Uh, I was a small team there, and I was a spokesperson for the mayor and for the city of Pensacola. Uh, that was a population of about 60,000. And so I oversaw media relations, the social media, all the press press releases, press events, and uh, all of the community outreach for the city of Pensacola and for the mayor of Pensacola.
0: Great. So, I mean, you talk about doing things down in the southern states, down there in Florida and, and in Georgia. Can you talk to me about why you came out to Colorado? What was appealing about that? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, I grew up in Pensacola. Uh, that's that's where I'm from. Uh, down in down in that region, and uh, ever since I was a kid, you know, you always hear the stories, you see the you see the photos, the great videos of of what's happening in Colorado, and you know, I've always been an outdoors type of person. I love being outdoors, hiking, fishing, hunting, all all those types of things. And you know, they always say Colorado is uh, an out outdoorsman's paradise. And you know, being an outdoorsman, uh, as I consider myself, I've always wanted to, you know visit Colorado and ultimately live here at some point and an opportunity came up and here I am.
0: Very good. Yeah, I am not quite the outdoorsman that you uh, claim to be. Yeah. I actually don't yeah. know if you're an outdoorsman or, or not. You could be pulling the wool over my head. I, but, could, be. I but, <laughs> could be. But yeah, I've definitely heard much the same. Yeah. And so before you started uh, all this work history with Florida with mm-hmm. in Biloxi, uh, you were with the Marines. Yeah, I absolutely. Understand. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about that and how serving in the Marines uh, helped you take on these various leadership roles that you've been on?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I, uh, like I said, I was in, I was in uh, Pensacola, Florida, and that's where I'm from. My dad, he's, uh, he's a retired Naval chief warrant officer, fourth class. So I grew up in a military, military home. My dad was very, very much the, uh, the typical Navy man, very, uh, very by the book. And You know, a lot of a lot of discipline in the home growing up. And Mm -hmm. that was something that was very that was very used to. And, you know, when I was uh, getting to a point where I was about to graduate high school, I had to make a decision whether I wanted to pursue a football scholarship or if I wanted to join the military. At that time, I was I was tired of I was tired of school. I wanted to do something else. You know, I saw all the great adventures that my dad did. I saw his, you know, I'd always see his pictures on the wall of all the great things and all the fun that he had during his time in the military. And you know, I wanted to do something a little bit different. You know, I wanted to get away from home, experience, and see the world a little bit. And so I decided to go into the Marines. I went into the Marines right after high school, and uh, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed my my time in the military. And you know, it was a, it was a great experience. And for the listeners out there, that. You know, have uh, veterans or retirees as family members or friends. You you, you are, or even a, a veteran or retiree yourself. You are very familiar with, you know, the camaraderie of being in the military and you know being able to meet different types of people from all walks of life. And in the leadership role, you know, it's very beneficial to to someone as a leader because you learn how to uh, interact and how to manage and how to work with different types of people from all walks of life. And that was something that I kind of honed in on. You know, I I spent a lot of time with uh, different types of people just from everywhere in the country, different personalities, different work styles, different, different backgrounds, and just being able to adapt and be versatile, being able to meet different, uh, different needs of different types of people, and in the leader in the leadership role, that's extremely important because people are motivated by different things. And just understanding that at a young age was extremely beneficial for me during my entire career.
0: Uh, that's good. So, uh, getting back to the county a little bit, why is your role so critical to the success of El Paso County? Not trying to put you on the spot here, yeah. but but yeah. tell tell me why it's important to have an executive director of communications.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, here in El Paso County, in in county governments and city, any, any municipal, local type of governments, federal government, any government work, or even any organization for that matter, uh, there's a lot of good things that happen within organizations. And having someone that knows how to be able to tell that story, how to communicate all the great things that are happening, and even being able to navigate things that are not going so well is is critical because as you as you mentioned, I mean, it's being, you know, there's a lot of success stories that come out of El Paso County. And just being able to tell those stories is extremely important because, you know, we our residents, visitors, those who, who are familiar with, with our region. Uh, you know, they want to know what's going on. And especially being a resident, your, your tax dollars are going to, going to something. So what exactly are your tax dollars going to? And being able to tell that story and being able to shine that light on, you know, what your county government is doing and if it's something that uh, that that you can be passionate about or being able to, you know, engage them and let them know that this is what we're doing. You know, you're, you're being heard. We're, we're taking your feedback. We're putting it in this. We're doing that. So... Being able to communicate to them so that they're well-informed as to what is happening in their local community is extremely important.
0: Yeah, that's good. And I'm wondering if maybe you could expand a little bit more on what some of your priorities that you've identified uh, for communications within the county. You you talked a little about having that transparency with residents, uh, but what are some of those sort of topless priorities that you've identified that you want to be able to bring to the county?
1: Yeah, so uh, one of the the top priorities for me is to be able to uh, engage the citizens directly, you know, there there is an old school of thought where you know, as a communications person, you send out a press release and then the media can cover it, and then then you're reliant on the media to tell that story. But oftentimes, nothing against the, the media, but you know, they're they're time limited often, you know, oftentimes. And so, being able to communicate to the residents directly, engage them directly in a platform such as this, like a podcast, is extremely beneficial to the resident because they want to get their some residents they want to get their information unfiltered, unedited, unchopped, and being able to, uh, as a county government, tell our story uh, in its entirety is one of the things that you know we're we're looking to explore. And just being able to engage the citizens directly is one of the one of my top priorities because we it does come to a two week two way dialogue, getting some of that information from the residents and then communicating what we're being what we're doing about it and. Uh, letting them know that they're being heard and engaging them in a direct fashion is something that we're always wanting to do and look forward to doing.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think as you can, uh, you know, being open and uh, transparent with residents is really important. I mean, you know, we are both taxpayers here in El Paso County absolutely. and, you know, I want to know what my tax dollars are going to. I want to know why County is making specific decisions. Right. And so I think uh, to your point, being able to share that information, directly from the county and not necessarily going through an intermediary is, is a really important way of doing that. And then that sort of leads me to the question, then how is the county currently communicating with its residents and what are some things you're looking forward to doing in the future in that way?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, we're very fortunate here at El Paso County. We have a really great communications team, uh, you know, such, uh, such as yourself. We have a really great social media presence Uh, Now and you know we have really great communicators and very creative staff here, and some of the ways that we're communicating to our residents is you know we're being we're trying to move in a more dynamic and evolving uh, environment. You know the environment, all the channels and platforms are changing every day and they're growing and evolving and just being able to keep up with that is uh, is a challenge for us day to day. Just keeping up with the trends and what's what's what ways we can better engage our citizens. The fact of the matter is, is our citizens are very diverse, come from many different generations, and being able to touch each and every one of them on the platform of their choice is something that you know, we always put at the forefront of our strategy. Oftentimes, we're getting away from the typical print news. You know, that's not something that you see as prevalent in today's society as you did maybe 20, 30 years ago. And so just being able to adapt to that and come up with different ways to engage them Whether it be social media, through a podcast, uh, digital media, such as a website, or reach out to them directly, newsletter, town halls, in person, that's something that we're always working towards.
0: That's great, and you mentioned that two-way dialogue you want to have with the residents of El Paso County. Why is it important to have those avenues for two-way dialogue between the county and its residents? And how are there are there ways that currently exist that we that those residents can have that two-way dialogue? Is that something you're looking forward to in the future? Uh, can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's important to always have that two-way dialogue because. You know, one way is, is the only way that it, only thing that it benefits is it only benefits, you know, the one person. It's always one-sided. You know, we're, we're getting all of our information out. I mean, that's one way to look at it, but, you know, we want to get the feedback from the residents. You know, what can we do better? You know, what are ways that we can improve? Are you receiving the information that you even care about? Understanding all of those variables is extremely important as a communications professional. Uh, you know, some of the things that we're looking at doing in the future, as we're getting ready to launch here in the future an external newsletter. There'll be a mechanism built into that where we can receive the immediate feedback from residents. We're looking at launching different platforms uh, that residents can directly contact communication staff, their commissioners. Um, I mean, there's already mechanisms in place for residents to contact their commissioners directly, but we're just wanting to expand on that a little bit. You know, we want to get the, we want to receive the that feedback you know we're very active on our social media you know if you follow us on any of our social media accounts send us messages leave any comments you know we see all of that and you know we we take action on anything that needs action taken and so we're, we're very conscientious about what's being said and what's you know uh, what's what our residents are saying we try to pay attention to as much of it as possible and we do take it all into consideration and do take action when action is needed you know, we'll forward it if we see something come through on a Facebook post or a comment left on a YouTube video. You know, we'll forward that to the correct point of context for action if needed. And, you know, oftentimes residents will see that, you know, often that their, their, their concerns or issues are, are addressed. It may not work out that they may not always work out the way that they want it to, but you know, we see it and we do take action.
0: I think that's good. And I think it's also important to highlight that it could be construed as uh, a bit of opening a can of worms when you're asking for that public feedback and saying, we want to listen to you. We want that feedback. Uh, Tell me why that's something that maybe you're not concerned about, or maybe if you are a little concerned about it, about, you know, why it's still important, even though it might put you in a difficult situation, it might put you in an uncomfortable place. Why is it important to still take that on?
1: Yeah, so the 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 there is a good give and take with that. So uh, in a population like El Paso County that's growing uh, significantly every day. Uh, people love this area. People are wanting to live in this area, visit this area. And so it, it is is—it is oftentimes like opening a can of worms. Hey, we want to receive your feedback. You know, when we're talking about a population of 700, 800,000 people, uh, there could be a potential for a lot of that feedback coming in all at once. And so we do open ourselves up. But I mean, that's I mean that's that's part that's part of the deal. That's something that we're willing to take on because, you know, there could be something out there that that definitely needs attention. And just because it may be an overload for staff to receive all the feedback, that's that doesn't negate the fact that we need to receive the feedback from you know at all. So, you know, it's something that we're willing to work through. You know, like I said, we have a great staff in place that can navigate and mitigate a lot of those concerns and issues. Oftentimes, you'll find that a lot of it's just compliments. You know, we get a lot of compliments about what we do here at El Paso County. So we want to see that. We want to be able to share that with staff.
0: That's great. And, I mean, you talk about staff. You are the executive director of communications. And that does just doesn't mean to an external audience, to the residents of El Paso County that also includes internally the employees of El Paso County. Can you talk a little bit about your role with internal employees and uh, why having them as a stakeholder is just as important as the residents of El Paso County?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that was one of the things that I identified early on when I first when I first got here as an opportunity uh, for for our communications team is to engage our staff. You know, we want our staff our staff to be uh, better informed because what you what you What you get with a a better informed staff, a well-informed staff is, you know, they start becoming ambassadors out in the community. You know, a fact of the matter is a lot of our staff members are involved in different volunteer groups, different organizations outside of here. Uh, You know, you have staff members that are part of their PTA. You know, I, I help coach my daughter's lacrosse teams, you know, and oftentimes you'll find that with staff. We have lives outside of here, and having them, uh, better informed as to what's happening uh, within the county, uh, with, within our operations, and informing them as to what's, what's what we're doing to better the community uh, increases their uh, increases their ability to be able to inform the residents uh, and their neighbors and their uh, a lot of these different organizations that they're a part of out in that community because you know the fact of the matter is is that you know they are our frontline you know, our frontline ambassadors and, you know, if they, if they are well-equipped to be able to communicate uh, information about our project or something that's going on with uh, a different, um, a different initiative at the County. I mean, that's, that's, that's less work for us as communicators, you know, because they're out there doing some of that work for us. And one of the ways that we have been doing that is we're engaging our staff different, different ways. You know, we, We send out a weekly newsletter to let them know about all the happenings and all the different operations, all the different great things and, you know, different projects and initiatives we have going on here at El Paso County. So we send that out weekly. That was something that wasn't done uh, previously. And so it's just one of the things that we're trying to do to better equip them uh, out in the community and essentially make them ambassadors.
0: That's great. And I think, too, you know, you talk about getting feedback from residents of El Paso County Tell me about how valuable it is to also get that feedback from those internal stakeholders, from the employees of El Paso County.
1: Yeah, the, their their feedback is extremely valuable because, like, like you know, kind of what I mentioned previously, they're the ones that are uh, out in these different organizations and different meetings, and you know, when when someone finds out that they're that they work at El Paso County if they have a question or concern. You know they'll take it to them. And say hey, you work for you work for the county, don't you? And then they'll ask them a question, or they'll bring forward a concern, and you know then they'll bring it to they'll bring it to whoever the point of contact is once they're once they're back in the office. And so having that that two way dialogue with not only staff but the community is extremely important. And you know I can't I can't speak uh, highly enough about our staff. I mean they're they you know, they come to work every day with. You know, all all of the staff that I've encountered great attitudes. They're very passionate about what we do here uh, at at the county, and you know they're they're great ambassadors for for the community. And they're always bringing forward any uh, concerns. I get emails all the time from staff about things that we can do better, um, things that uh, uh, different compliments that we're getting out in the community. So there's a lot that goes into it, and you know I'm just fortunate to be a part of this great team.
0: Wonderful. And I just wanted to give you an opportunity. Is there anything else that you want to add? Anything else that El Paso County communications team is doing that people should know about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So as you can see, we're getting pretty creative on ways to reach out to you, reach out to you. Uh, You know, we're, we're, we're launching this podcast, you know, we're ramping up our social media presence. We have a broadcast channel. We're starting to live stream uh, a lot more meetings, you know, we're reaching out to you directly We're we have plans of launching this external newsletter. So There's different things. We're trying to be as innovative and as creative as possible uh, to reach you, to make sure that you're getting the information and news uh, that you care about. You know, not everybody will care about roads. Not everybody will care about a certain project. But our goal is to get as much of that information out through all the different platforms that are available to us and then let you kind of digest what's relevant, what's important to you. That's our goal. Like I said, we have a great team here not just in the communications department, but El Paso County as a whole. And I'm extremely grateful and fortunate to be a part of this great team, great leadership with the county administrator, Brett Waters, our commissioners. All, all five of them are very passionate about their districts, very passionate about El Paso County. So there's great leadership in place. That stuff trickles downhill, and I'm excited to be a part of this mission, and I'm looking forward to working with all of our staff, and all of the residents in the community to make El Paso County as as great a place as it can be.
0: Great. And I think on that note, too, if you could just uh, let people know where they can find this information, right? We got some social accounts you want to shout out?
1: Absolutely. We're active on all the social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, We're also, we got this podcast that we're launching, Beyond the Dice. Very excited about that. An external newsletter will be coming out soon. So anywhere you can, anywhere you can find any of your information, we're pretty active on. We're even on TikTok. We have a TikTok channel as well. So just look oh, up. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> it's not for everybody. But like I like kind of what I said. You know, people different generations get their news in different ways, and we're just wanting to touch everybody. So just look up El Paso County, Colorado, and you'll 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 find us. And if there's ever any questions, you can always email us at epcpio at elpasoco.com com. That's E-P-C-P-I-O at elpasoco.com. One of our great communicators will be able to uh, take that message and get back to you and better assist you.
0: Great. Well, uh, thank you, Vernon. I appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, I think this is really valuable to let people know, again, you know, like you were talking about, you know, this is something that we want to share with the community. We want them to be involved with it and you know, to use those different social media channels to reach out to us if they feel like there's something they want to find out about again. So thank you very much for taking the time today.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Scott. Thank you so much. Looking forward to uh, the great work that you continue to do and uh, looking forward to looking forward to engaging with the community. So thank you again. And thank you to all the listeners. No, thank you.
0: Well, if you're interested in listening to additional episodes of Beyond the Dais, you can search for us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and amazon music so thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time